You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tento Places, a theater podcast. My name is Aaliyah Gardner and I am your host. And today I'm really excited to talk about um, what I'm going to talk about today. I'm talking about movies because aside from theater, I am incredibly passionate about movies and filmmaking and cinematography and screenplay. There's a little bit of a backstory. Um, <clears throat> Jesus. When I was in the ninth grade, I was taking honors classes and you know, cause I was, I was a smart kid, I, you know, whatever. <laughs> Believe it or not, I was a smart kid. Um, so I was taking honors classes and one of my classes, I had a class with a teacher named Mr. Hester. It was my English class. And when I met this man in person, cause I knew, I knew my schedule, but when I met this man in person, I walked in and I, when he started to speak, <laughs> something in me, was immediately like, oh, this guy is like Jack Black from School of Rock. Like I thought he was kind of a joke. I'm not gonna lie, but his he he was serious. He was very serious about what he was passionate about, what he was talking about, and he was hilarious. And he was he was just an incredible teacher. And he's one of those teachers that will forever be stamped in my brain because of how much he cared about his job and how much he cared about making sure that we understood what we were doing and how we can you know get a little bit more creative rather than just doing something um, based on what the syllabus is requiring so one of the um one of the things that we were learning about in class was utopian and dystopian societies within books and he uh in order to really fully uh help us understand the the depth of a utopian and a dystopian society, the differences, the similarities, etc. Um, he showed us Wally, -E, uh, the Disney movie, and I love that movie. But as soon as this man started to tell us, listen, you know, uh, really uh, pay attention to the symbolism and everything, and this falls into what we're learning about with symbolism and um, metaphors and films, and uh, when people show certain things on screen, it doesn't necessarily mean. Uh, mean what it's literally telling you it can mean something more and something deeper and it really was like uh so uh it, it opened up a new door in my brain the first thing that I, in my brain when we started watching wally -E was oh my goodness i i've seen this movie like i feel like i can just go ahead and write a paper on it right now but the first shot this man stopped the film basically because in the in the beginning of the movie if you're unfamiliar with wally -E, uh it's about a robot that's left uh that's like the last functioning robot on the earth because everybody um is up in space and has been and the earth has been for 
for God knows how long. And there's a shot where it's zooming in from space and it's zooming into the earth. You can see the earth from space and it's zooming in and going into the earth and you see these huge, big, tall shadows and it's like zooming in. You think it's buildings like Empire State Buildings, maybe a city, but it's garbage and he paused it at this point and i'm just like oh my god okay so we're i'm just trying to watch this movie and get through this class but instead of just saying asking us like hey like what do you guys think because all of us are looking at each other left and right it's trash okay he immediately said now take a look at this frame what we thought was buildings a city a bustling society is no more but it's garbage and it's trash and it's what they have built it up to be um because you know fate is in the hands of society i gasped <laughs> i was i was blown away and after that point i was i was in i was in deep and then he gave us an assignment to write a paper about a song a dystopian or utopian song and i was I was so excited and I initially was gonna pick Feel Good Inc. by the Gorillaz. I love Gorillaz, that's one of my favorite bands. And I was really having trouble because I knew exactly what I wanted to write, but I just wasn't there yet. I didn't quite comprehend uh, what was being said. And as I was writing my paper in the library, I just scrapped it and I picked at the last minute Brick by Boring Brick uh, by Paramore and that song I love Paramore too I was you know that was definite if you can tell this was like maybe ninth or ninth grade so I was in like a like a like a rock phase like fuck the system I'm listening to gorillas and Paramore and 21 Pilots and Melanie Martinez <laughs> as if that's even defiant music but to some to some it is but I I fell in love with these artists. I thought they were so unique and and creative and I've never heard anything from the anything any type of music like some of these artists that uh, they were releasing and everything and brick by boring brick is an old song by paramore but uh it it's just it's just one of my favorites and it was on loop at the time but i picked that song and that song is about a girl who's um you know living in a fairy tale she's uh pretty oblivious and in, uh, in her glass house not really knowing what's happening around her and basically she's digging her own hole for herself uh saying that um you need to bury the castle get rid of get rid of those thoughts you need to come back to reality because this what is happening right now is no good and i thought it was a brilliant song guess what i got an a plus plus on that paper because with his class he adds plus like he will add a plus depending on how he felt about it um so for example instead of getting an a plus i, I would get an a plus plus if i really went above and beyond and from then on i was like i i i see things so differently now my eyes are opened i'm awakened i'm gonna watch movies all the time i'm going to uh listen to music and just delve in and i've been like that ever since so really really huge shout out to mr hester from westport high school um i remember um 
I luckily got to experience his class. Not everybody that I was friends with got to, but I was really grateful to experience his class before he moved because he ended up moving away into the mountains because him and his wife had a baby. And he was talking about um, really just using only toys that, uh, that were cause and effect so that she knew that she did that rather than having toys that have batteries in it and loud noises and it, it, this man this man i don't god sent this man was god sent and i am forever grateful for having taken this class um but ever since then like i said i've been more artistic and more um more in tune with the metaphors and um in movies and film and television and music and I wanted to share, uh, because I, I, like I said, I watch a lot of movies, and I wanted to share some films that are great films for theater people. Now, I need to be specific. Great films for theater people is not Hairspray. It is not um, Coming Soon, West Side Story. It is not um, The Greatest Showman. It is not La La Land. It is not a musical if that makes sense. Um, you know, it's aimed at that audience. It's aimed at the musical theater audience or the artistic audience, if that makes sense. These movies were made made for theater kids, in my, in my opinion, because I watched these movies and fell in love and immediately felt um, related to the characters. And in the script, it just felt so rich and so real. And it felt like a theater person poured their heart into it or not just a theater person but just an artistic person or somebody who can really truly appreciate it um or appreciate it or theater for what it is and those three movies that i'm going to be talking about i'm so excited are miss stevens uh ladybird and antebellum these movies are three drastically different films but i still encourage you to go out and at least like see what the fuss is about watch a trailer watch the movie it's in they're all incredible and there's something in it for everybody uh one antebellum is a horror film um and a horror suspenseful film uh so you know take that put it off to the side uh miss stevens in my opinion is more of a um more of a uh, easygoing comedy. I would consider it a comedy. I don't know who who else would consider it what. Um, if I'm looking at Google, it considers it a drama comedy. I don't. Yeah, you know that's. Yeah, Miss Miss Stevens is a drama comedy, um, and a dramedy if you want to call it that. Um, and uh, Lady Bird is a drama, I believe. I, honestly, I would consider it more of a dramedy as well. Um, Miss Stevens and Lady Bird are merely about the lives of two people and just just an average day uh, for Miss Stevens or an average weekend for Miss Stevens and uh, an entire uh, school year for Lady Bird. And Antebellum is just the complete outlier and I'm going to save it for last because it's totally out Oh, outrageous. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the first film, which is Miss Stevens. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now, Miss Stevens stars Lily Rabe, uh, Lily Reinhart, and Timothy Chalamet. And it is a film about a teacher. Her name is Miss Stevens. And she was assigned to go on a field trip uh, for with her students, three, three of her students, for a theater competition. <laughs> and hijinks ensue. Like, that's the whole plot. But this movie is so rich with thespian like thespian uh culture and the thespian uh vibe that we had in school when you're going to your uh your your audition and you're super duper nervous about it but your friends are hyping you up in the car telling you it sounds great and oh my goodness they had a, the tuna the christopher durang a tuna fish monologue in this movie and i about flipped my chair i was so i was <laughs> i was so excited that they put this tuna fish monologue in this movie because that is real any theater person or thespian like if you did the thespian thing in high school any thespian knows that that tuna fish monologue by christopher durang has been done 97 million times at these competitions because it's a great monologue but if you don't do it right of course it's gonna you if you don't do it right or if you don't if you don't work on it hard enough and understand the content and the and all of it it's just not done correctly it's a funny monologue so teens tend to pick it quickly because it's funny but it's it, it just it made me so happy because nobody would know that unless a theater person was heavily involved in the making of this movie timothy chalamet is um like kind of the angsty student that's going on this trip but my god this guy is insanely talented this kid <laughs> It, Timothy Chalamet is so talented because there is a he's doing the competition he's there to perform over the weekend and he there's a shot in the movie where it's focused on the camera zoomed in on him and it's he's doing his monologue and it's zooming out and you can see that he's oh that he's getting adjudicated in its actual performance this monologue blew my mind now I mean, it, this this is kind of a spoiler, but it's not vital to the plot. He gets, I think he gets second place um, in the competition. I'm not sure if they were doing a Critics' Choice, uh, you know, Critics' Choice, uh, uh, you know, honorable mentions in the movie. I don't quite remember, but um, he did get second place. I was like, let me put the person who got first place on screen because Timothy Chalamet blew the lid off of the monologue and he it feels authentic it feels like a real field trip i feel like i'm like smoking a cigarette with miss stevens and this other teacher that are talking shit about the kids like it's and it's not that kind of movie but you know it's just it's just really really special and uh lily rabe is incredible in it and i've always loved her because she's been in american horror story and i i watched her in that all the time i love her she's an incredible actress and she really like 
killed it. So that's the first movie, Miss Stevens. Now you can watch this movie on YouTube for free. Come on, for free. So go and watch it because it is worth it, okay? It is such an excellent movie and it's a great watch. So moving on to the second movie, we are going to be talking about Shorshi Ronin's Lady Bird. Lady Bird is uh, the story about a lower class family that is in lo placed in the early 2000s and uh, you know it's about a girl going through her senior year of high school and that's it. <laughs> she joins a play, um, she gets a boyfriend, she loses a boyfriend, uh, she fights with her mother often. It's merely the progression of our main character, Ladybird, who, um, you know, her, she wants to be called Ladybird, but her mother, like, wants to call her her birth name, of course, but she wants to be called Ladybird. It's about Ladybird and her story throughout her senior year. And she joins a play, and it's really, it's, it's a great film. It not only focuses on the lower class experience of high school which is a like a, you know a lower class white family like in the early 2000s you know <laughs> it's not that's not like the most exciting you know what what kind of content do you have from that you have a story you have a life and we're gonna follow it and see where it takes us and Shorshi Ronan killed it and guess who else is in this movie Timothy Chalamet once again because he's in all the good movies as he should be because he's incredible this movie um it's it's an excellent movie I really don't know how else to explain it it's just about a girl who's going through her junior her senior year of high school and her and her mother have an incredibly strained relationship and they just fight all the time her mother doesn't understand her there's a point in the movie where she even asks her mom do you like me though but do you oh yeah I love you no mom but do you like me do you like me what if this is it you know and it's it's hard because it really highlighted in my perspective like an an out an outcast and we have all of these high school movies with the cliche the outcast and oh look over there those are the jocks and those are the cool kids and this is that and this is this and yes we do have those cliches in the movie but we didn't make her it the movie didn't make her feel like she was the butt of every joke and the uh person that we need to be hating on throughout this movie and like oh she's so funny because she's she's weird or she's so funny because she's different or she's so funny because she did this wacky thing oh my goodness it's she's a real person and it feels like that and i don't really know how how else to explain it it's just an excellent movie and for theater people i think it's really it's really nostalgic to see the uh the cast coming together for opening night you know like the piling into the restaurant at like 10 30 p.m because uh you just finished out the show so we're all gonna go out to eat oh who's coming who's coming let's go ride with such and such because we're gonna go it's just 
it felt really nostalgic and it made me feel like uh, feel like how I was feeling after some certain shows that I would do at school because in Florida, Steak and Shake was the spot because it was open late. The only restaurant open late whenever we would finish out our rehearsals or our shows, there'd always be groups of like 10, sometimes like 15 kids, like teenagers coming in to eat and just hang out and chill and everything. And and uh, you can just tell how agitated the waiters are like, oh my gosh, another another theater group okay but it it just feels really good and nostalgic and it feels like a warm cup of coffee and like a snuggly blanket on like a Saturday if that makes any sense and lastly I am moving along to Antebellum now I am taking a sharp left <laughs> with this movie because um it's not a comedy dramedy whatever it's a horror thriller suspenseful it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now, trigger warning. Um, this movie does contain rape, um, the subject of kidnapping, the subject of racism, the subject of uh, many things that could possibly offend. So if this would offend you, now's your time to skip ahead or, you know, push through if you want to hear about it, which is perfectly fine. This movie is about an author, a very successful author named Veronica Henley, who, um, you know, wakes up and, you know, tries to go on without, go on throughout her day, and she consistently keeps seeing um, signs in very odd happenings going on around her, and something happens to her, and I cannot, you know specify what that is but because the the film there's a huge twist in the movie and it sh shook me to the core and um i will talk about that in just a second because um it it's why i'm why i'm talking about it the spoil the, the spoilers so i will be talking about that in a second but this movie is really just um putting your own uh, thoughts on you there's a shot uh in this movie uh well basically uh i guess i can't even i can't even like tiptoe so this movie is about a woman who gets kidnapped um and she uh she's you know a slave and she is you know uh, being tortured and because when you try to run of course they're gonna beat on you they're gonna torture you I mean come on it's a it's a fucking slave movie for God's sakes what did what did you expect this um, movie was uh, I I thought going into it that this movie was going to be about an ancestor and how blood uh how trauma runs deep within families because there was shots of present day and there were shots of um the slave um scenes in the movies uh janelle monae's in this movie i absolutely adore this woman she is a 
quadruple threat. <laughs> I think that she's a brilliant woman and I, she's one of my biggest role models. And I admire her not only as an artist, but as a woman, as a black woman, as a producer, as a, as a businesswoman, I admire this lady. She, uh, you know, is playing uh, Eden in the movie and she's playing Veronica in the movie. Um, Veronica gets kidnapped and she's put into slavery and it's this whole thing and it's intense but spoilers alert uh she is in present day this the whole movie is set in present day because and we don't know this because the movie opens up and it's um you know there's bits and pieces here and there that show uh maybe something could be a little bit more modernized or whatever but there is a scene in the beginning of the movie the whole uh plantation and the setting of this film is being established and it's this long um single take um that just sweeps across the entire plantation and you see uh the soldiers going back and forth the slaves that are doing laundry etc and then you see um a woman and a man, a man being taken away by these other guys, a black man, and a woman that's, uh, you know, being chased by a guy on a horse. And this woman um, gets uh, basically like, what's the what's the word, lassoed around her neck and uh, murdered because they tried to escape. Now, this woman was, you know, they're in slave clothing. They're in the period, the time period's clothing. But this woman had a septum piercing. Now, in the beginning of this movie, my dumbass really thought to myself, oh, you know, maybe they really tried to do this for fashion. No, it was a little too modern. Um, and it just kind of sat in the back of my head. And there's shots throughout this film on this plantation of these people, these humans, these black people sobbing and tearing off their clothes and being so heartbroken as to what is going on with them and this camera is panning out and you can see them crying and sobbing and having an anxiety attack because of the reality of their situation and it's panning out and all you see is this black, moments with this character in the middle of the most beautiful bright and vibrant field that i have ever seen on film and these are continuous shots throughout the movie to try to tell you that this is happening this is happening this is happening now and at some point in the movie the halfway point practically it stopped and practically restarted because now we're seeing Veronica Henley before she got kidnapped, before she was taken away and put taken to this place and at her home with her husband and her daughter and how successful she is and how well-spoken she is and how uh, just beyond just how brilliant this woman is and all of the odd happenings that happened before she actually gets kidnapped and there's a shot at the end of this movie because of like she gets out there's a shot at the end of this movie that shook me because this woman was riding of the horse because she escaped and she the, it's the sun is rising and you see this big robert e lee statue um robert e lee is you know the general 
of one of the wars, God, please forgive me, one of the wars, but he's a very um, well-known general. I learned about him in school. They're consistently teaching the, this about teaching kids about this man in school and the weight of this situation can we not acknowledge this shot right here this man owned slaves and most likely endorsed and condoned slavery and torture and the kidnapping of black people in america and we are encouraging our teachers to share this information and uplift this man for everything that he accomplished sure he accomplished all of these things for our great nation however he also enslaved many people there's a scene that stuck out like a sore thumb in the movie where the general of the war reenactment camp um it makes this big speech at the at this big dinner where everybody's celebrating and drinks are flowing the slaves are looking good posted up ready to serve ready to go and the general basically makes a big speech about how he's so proud of how how well his men did in the field today great job you know, we need to rise up. You know, this land was always ours, right? This land was always ours. So it's up to us to reclaim what is ours. And all of these women and the slaves here, all of these, all the people over here, they're here for your pleasures and your needs. So just like we do what we do, let's take back what's ours. It's so funny to me because uh, parents nowadays, because of all of the outlandish, very sexual uh, artists and parents are so angry at these artists because of what they're creating. When these artists didn't sign up to be a part of the wiggles or the doodle bops or any of these children these these bands or these being an artist that's centered around ch children and creating content for children they are grown ass people that make music for themselves and they are so quick to jump on these people who have a purpose and who have a message to share to be able to uplift or educate people in general but they're but they're not quick to do research on the morals and the opinions and political views you know uh, where these people stand on certain very important topics like you know the equality and inclusivity of people in the workplace and you know i don't know just don't enslave people and don't be racist in general like it, it's it's absurd to me it really is absurd to me and it angers me to the point where you know it's it's one of those subjects where you just want to grab the person and shake them and say you're wrong why can't you understand but it's not up to you at that point if the person is so far gone you can't there's no what there's nothing else that you can really do about it and that's basically what this movie was showing like there is there are still people like this in the world there are still people who have these views and who think that 
everything is for white people and you know these great leaders are the ones that are that need to be uplifted and celebrated and worshipped because they were brave and they were bold enough to do these things and say whatever they wanted and take whatever they wanted and it's it's wrong it's just wrong you know <laughs> nothing else more to say about that i guess and one of the scariest lines that one of these men one of the men said uh, in the movie was you know we're nowhere and we're everywhere ooh it sends shivers down my spine that was because it's true they are these types of humans these types of people who have these views are teachers they are police officers they are principals they are firefighters and you know they are nowhere and yet they are your next door neighbor and somebody that you think that you can trust with your life when in reality they couldn't care less that was the real message of this movie and it was missed because of failed marketing but it's not up to the marketing team to to you know give you the concept of the movie it's to market the movie and that's what it did and it got people to watch the movie i understand that it pissed a lot of people off because of the you know it did it was very deceiving it was very you know mis it was to be misconstrued it was it was set up to be a very different film than what it actually was and i get it but to the people who reviewed the movie by just judging it based on the trailer you shouldn't have even made a review about the movie just move on <laughs> does it it's not a review it's not a trailer review it's a movie review how did you feel about the movie what did you think about the cinematography what did you think about the script um i watched this movie maybe three times this movie is everything that people need to see because even though there are some parts of the movie that I didn't necessarily like there's a um, Gabrielle Sidibe I'm so sorry girl like I didn't really like your performance in the movie I thought your I thought that you did great I thought that she did great but her her writing the writing of her character was a little much for me and she was just a little extra um for my liking but other than that the movie was excellent and um it's just it just goes to show when people want to start riots and fights and shut down these protests and people trying to educate rather than, um, you know, make be violent. Um, it's always met with animosity rather than understanding. It's so this movie was more to me like a PSA to do your research. And that's all that it needed to say. But people really took this movie as something nasty because of the marketing. And marketing for film is 
out of the filmmakers hands marketing teams handle marketing for movies people do not understand that there are different departments for different things when it comes to one single film there's maybe there's the social media team there's the um the trailer team which is the main team that people are so mad at the people who create movie trailers the movie trailer was pretty deceiving because it like i said it did it made it seem like the film was going to be about um culture and experiences and history running deep in our blood but I love that even more about the film because I knew nothing about this movie going in. I didn't even know anything from the trailer. And and it it was a wake-up call. I mean, granted, we all know it's not okay to be racist and it's not okay to support these things, but there are still some people out there that do not know and they are not educated. So when people watch this movie and get mad, I truly believe that this is why. And I believe that this is a movie for theater people because, or not just theater people, like I said, a million times, artists in general, because the artist and the director really took the time to paint these pictures for us, to paint these images of what black suffering in America looks like. Even though it's, you know, it's very outlandish to conceptualize a uh, a civil war reenactment camp that kidnaps black people and enslaves them for their own gain and pleasures. It is so crazy to conceptualize it, but it is even crazier that it doesn't seem that much like that much crazier than what is going on right now. I felt the pain and I felt it and it was, it was, I, I really, I really admire the filmmakers for what they accomplished with the movie and the people who have been reviewing it are only reviewing it on that they're mad about the trailer and everything. It runs way deeper than that. So those are my movies that I recommend for all artists to go and, and watch because um, there are way more and honestly that if you want to hear more um, some movie suggestions I honestly love talking about film and trying to tie this into uh, my podcast really is very special so if you really enjoy it please let me know feel free to shoot me a comment or a message on Instagram of some some things you may want me to talk about at Tentil Places podcast you can follow me on Instagram at Aaliyah underscore Gardner please check out these movies Miss Stevens Lady Bird and Antebellum starring Janelle Monet. Thank you all so much for listening and I will catch you in the next episode. Goodbye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.